since I've been on here recording an actual podcast. I hope that this podcast finds you well. I am touched by the amount of people that have come onto my podcast and listened to it and have wrote to me how it's touched their lives. You know, there was a time um, after I recorded my my last uh, podcast that I didn't really know where my life was going. I had to take a break for a really long time to give myself a mental break, and I was trying to do it all. I was trying to have the side business. I was trying to work full time. I, I was trying to record the podcast. I was doing all my fashion reels and it just became a lot. I think that there's a part of me that is a great multitasker and there's another part of me that thrives in chaos and sometimes God puts the brakes on me and uh, sometimes we don't like that but I had to really quickly realize that it was okay to take some time off. Now, there were times uh, in my life last year that I never want to go through again. There were probably really, really dark times. Um, I experienced something that I still am learning how to manage. I am still kind of shaky from all of it. But what I can say is that I've preached this before, is that your comeback is always bigger than your setback. And I know that there's a podcast that I titled that. And I say that because to me that has more meaning now than it did before. I went through a time last year where I just began to just fear a lot my body took a shock, my nervous system took a shock, post-COVID, whatever you want to call it, long-haul symptoms, but I struggled really bad with anxiety, an anxiety that just took over that I have had to learn that anxiety is a part of us and really learn how to manage my feelings, how to cope with my emotions, how to push forward with anxiety. Anxiety doesn't ever really go away. It's a, it's a, it's the way the body protects itself. I think that my body had gone through so much mentally and emotionally and physically going through a divorce, handling six children, trying to keep up, be my own breadwinner, all of the things And I realized that uh, it just, my body crashed. Um, If you've ever heard the saying that trauma is trapped in the body, it's so true. And never before have I learned what my body needed, which was rest. I used to, if you have followed me for a while, work out all the time, kept myself busy. When I didn't have my kids, I was still out and about. You know, pouring, pouring out to others by socializing and, and trying to be there for myself. But really, I wasn't giving myself a break. And it took, I want to say maybe a mental breakdown 
um, you know, to get me to really just let it all go. And, uh, that's why I had lost so much weight. I couldn't eat from how anxious I was from the fear. I would wake up just sweating. It was, it was nothing that I don't ever want to experience. It's still something that I manage every day, but I have grown so much. And, uh, one of the biggest things that I feel is that God really brought me closer to him. I've, you know, grew up in the church. I've been always a believer in the Lord. And, you know, it was, it was tough going through a divorce and having to still feel like, God, where are you? Are you mad at me? Did I disappoint you? And so going through last year and just, you know, stop, I stopped working. I stopped my side hustle. I, I stopped a lot of things. Um, I, I really just got down on my knees and I'm like, God, whatever it is that I need to let go of in my life, you know, I surrender it all to you. And I did, I had to let go of things that weren't good for me, people that weren't good for me. And I had to be okay with it because I knew that God was using this to transform my life. Um, there were moments where I didn't think that I could go on. I just thought, how am I going to go on with life like this? This is, this is crazy. Um, I felt like I wasn't really being a mom. I felt like I was bedridden and I had to really pray like, Lord, help me get out of this bed. Like I have kids to, to be with and play with and work with. And, and so it was a very humbling experience. Um, I think that I have a very much empathy for people who struggle with their mental health. It is not something that people wish for. It's our body talking to us in a not a fun way. And what we choose to do with it is really up to us. We have to really fight through it. There were times where I, I would literally just stay in bed and my mind would just wander and wander, which wasn't healthy. I learned after several months that I had to get up and get my body moving and I had to rewire my brain to think positive, to just be outside, to feel the sunshine, to run and breathe. And for a while, it didn't, I didn't even feel normal. I had to remember that I loved working out and that it was okay that my heart was racing because I was sweating and I was on a cardio machine. Those were, those things quickly became scary to me. Um, there were very, very dark days in my mind. And I remember just crying like this cannot be my life. And so little by little after going through acupuncture and doctor's appointments and nobody could really tell me what happened. All I knew was that I had two panic attacks while I was dealing with when I was positive with COVID. And I don't know if it shook my nervous system or what or everything that I had gone through, just my body shut down. What I do know now is that this morning, you know, I'm, it's a, it's crisp outside and I walked outside and just saw my breath because it was so cold. And I was like, God, thank you. Thank you that I am healthy enough to work, healthy enough to provide, that I have learned how to manage my anxiety and my stress 
and I'm still working on that and I'm still doing that on the daily. It is literally something that I have to push myself every day. I have to breathe through. I have to pray. I have to keep myself busy in a healthy way. But my comeback has has literally just been a blessing. On the other side, there are still things, you know, in life we're always going to be going through something. It might not be the worst thing. It might not be as bad. But we're always going to have struggles in our life, you know. So I, I had to really learn how to feel my emotions and not compartmentalize them and really just talk about them and feel what I was feeling. I think for the longest time I was getting my emotions and not dealing with them and I would go out to try to just forget about it and I was kind of like just shoving it under a rug until my body was like I can't hold anymore and I've learned to really if I have to have a really good cry I'm okay with that if I have to talk to somebody that I fully trust about what I I am going through then I do um dealing with an with with anxiety or if if you guys have any you know having diagnosed anxiety disorder which I, I don't even like to say but it's real and I see you and I hear you and I feel you and my heart goes out to you because I remember when people when I was uh, with my health company and I was doing really well with it and people would come to me for my supplements for anxiety and stress and I, I would always say like well I know that our gut is our second brain and if our gut isn't healthy it can cause anxiety and this is something that I would talk about all the time but I never really understood when somebody would come to me like oh I just have so much anxiety I just thought well I, I know what it's like to feel nervous and you know maybe be anxious about something for a little bit but not to the extent where it was taking over my life and so I quickly started to just have a lot of empathy for people who were going through it and, and still do. And this is why I'm talking out loud about it because even though it's something that I have to push myself every day and go through, I remember telling God, if you heal me and just make me better to the fact that I can just get up and work because mind you, I, I couldn't even do that. I will share my story and help other people. And so it took me a while because I had to trust my own self again. I had to trust my body. I had to trust my mind. I wanted to be well enough that I could help somebody that was going through this. And I went back to my career as a a school counselor, a college counselor, and there are so many people that come to me and whether I see it in their body language, whether they vocalize it to me that they struggle with anxiety, it's, it's, it's there and it's real. And I kind of just sit with them and let them voice out what they're going through. And it's really something you have to just allow the body to go through. I call it riding the wave. Because when you get that rush of adrenaline, which really that's what anxiety is, it's a burst of energy, which feels awful because your body is triggered to protect itself. You know, the flight and fight response. 
And so the more we ruminate, the more we think about, oh my gosh, my heart's beating so fast. Oh my gosh, I feel dizzy. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna, am I going to faint? Your body is triggered and all of a sudden sends these signals to release more cortisol. And it's like anxiety full blown. And so I had to really learn how to work through those. And when I say like really work through them, I had to do it scared. Fast forward to summer, end of summer of 2021, I ended up meeting my boyfriend. And before this, I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't going out with my friends anymore. I wasn't even grocery shopping. I wasn't going to work. I had to go on disability for a while. There was a lot that I was not doing. And I I just remember when I met him, I, I liked him. And the more and more we talked, I liked him even more. And so to me, it was like, okay, Jess, are we going to talk about what we're going through at the moment or are we going to try to hide it? And I'll be honest, when I first met him, I was hiding. I was hiding in anxiety. I was not wanting to share it. I didn't think that anybody who hadn't gone through it could understand. And honestly, I really, truly believe that if you have never struggled with anxiety or had anxiety attack or live with anxiety, you, you don't get it. You know, it was, it was hard for friends to understand sometimes the intensity of what I would feel. And it is something that I did not want anybody to go through. But there were times where I feel like, gosh, like they, they don't really understand. It's not just, you know, take a deep breath. You're going to be okay. It's, it's literally like, no, I need to take lots of breaths. And, uh, maybe cried out or or just laid down for a minute until this goes away and so when I first met my boyfriend I I tried to hide it I, I wasn't it wasn't something that I openly talked about only close close friends of mine knew what I was going through like super close like probably you know three four people until I started kind of talking about it on Instagram which is a platform you know that I've used very vocally about my life and I think people started to notice, you know, the weight loss and I wasn't going out anymore and I wasn't on IG as much and I, I was just trying to still hide what I was going through because I, I honestly did not know how to react to it. I thought if this is my new life and this, if this is what I'm going to have to go through, like this is, this is not okay. And, uh, so when I met, I'm in the car, you guys, so I'm sorry, I'm recording my podcast in the car today. It's just easier for me. It's mom life, and I hope that you guys can hear me okay. And um, I just wanted to record this raw and fresh as it's in my heart. And um, so when I met him, I, I just felt like, okay, I'm going to get to know him. Maybe, you know, this will push me to get outside. And I meant like literally like outside to get fresh air, to go out to eat. I couldn't even go out to eat with anybody because I would be so anxious. I was so, so dizzy from the anxiety, which by the way is a physical symptom of anxiety if nobody knows that or has never felt that, that I just was so nervous to even show that or experience it while I was having dinner with somebody. And so I remember uh, my boyfriend, at the time was my friend. I was getting to know him and he invited me out to dinner and I, I canceled on him. I was like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like I got sick with COVID a couple months ago and I'm still dealing with some issues. That's, I remember that's all I said. And mind you, he didn't believe me, 
because he just thought I was flaking out. Uh, I know some people can use COVID as a way of getting out of things now. I mean, that's just what it is. But that's, that was really what I only knew that I had gone through at the time. And so to fast forward, I ended up getting to know him for a few months. And little by little, I was getting out. I was going out to eat. I was struggling, though. And I didn't let him know how bad I was struggling till maybe, I want to say, two and a half to three months. And I, I said, look, this is what I've gone through this past year. I haven't really been open and honest. This is something that I struggle with. And I'm actually thinking of going away and getting help, meaning like in a, I don't know, hospital home where they can help patients with anxiety and depression. So I was dealing with anxiety so much that it led to depression, which if you struggle with anxiety, you understand what I'm, I'm saying. If you don't take care of it, if you don't work at it, if you don't feel what you're feeling, it, it can lead to that because you all of a sudden feel trapped by it. You feel like it overruns your life. You feel like it runs your life. And so I quickly was like, I just need to get help. I need to get better. I didn't know what to, to, to do. I just knew that I was... I. I quickly had to learn after reading so many books on anxiety, after researching in myself that isn't anxiety isn't something that's just going to go away. It's a natural reaction that our body does. And so I had to learn how to release it in a healthy way, but I also had to learn how to just manage it. And I'm like, okay, so we got to do this. And I wasn't driving for a long, long time for like maybe six or more months. My dad was having to drive me to my doctor's appointments here and there. And so... Uh, meeting my boyfriend really helped me get out. And it wasn't until I met him that I realized, okay, I can do this. It's going to be hard. I'm going to struggle. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to, you know, probably freak out a bit, but I, I have to do this. And getting to know him really helped me to push myself to just be, to be just again, even the little things like, you know, going out to dinner, grabbing a drink, um, going to the movies, like all of these things all of a sudden became not fun because I didn't want to experience what my body was experiencing at those places. So I'm like, it's just easier to stay home, which was not healthy. And if you're going through that right now, I encourage you please to get outside, try to, even if you can't go to the gym, exercise, just walk. I can't tell you how many times I've, I walked and walked and walked around my mom's block and I'm literally meaning like around her house I wouldn't go far because I thought what if I faint what if I something happens and no one can see me I couldn't even do that that's how how bad it was and so I encourage you to get out and even if you have to grab somebody that's close to you your mom a sister a family member a close friend that you feel safe with sharing what you're going through I encourage you to get out because staying home and thinking about overthinking about thinking about the anxiety and and it just it's like you start going down this rabbit hole and so I ended up getting out little by little having to see him and visit him he pushed he was coming out to see me a lot and I did kind of explain to him what I was going through and the reason why I wouldn't drive far I would drive just far enough to meet him for dinner. And then we started, you know, 
getting a lot closer and he's like, I want you to drive to me. And I'll never forget this day because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to drive an hour away. It's like 45 minutes, an hour of traffic. I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going? I literally did probably did not sleep thinking, okay, I told him I was going to go. And I think deep down inside, which he can, he can uh, attest to this is that he really wanted to push me to start driving again. Because I had shared that I wasn't really driving. And he's like, you got to push yourself. He's like, I want you to, to come see me. I didn't sleep. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is not, this is not going to go well. I was already anxious of being anxious of, you know, freaking out of the car. So I got in the car and I remember just, to be honest, I had gotten some uh, medication from the doctor that would just kind of calm me, which I'm not going to go into the whole medicine thing because everybody has their own opinion about that. But I remember taking half of my medication just to calm me down because that's how nervous I was. And I thought, okay, Jess, like you're either going to try this or you're going to die trying. Literally is what I told myself. So I got in the car and I started driving and I'm nervous as hell. My heart is racing. I'm gripping the steering wheel as hard as I could. I am sweating. I probably could have just cried, but I didn't want to show up like freaking out. But every single time I got, a, you know, past an exit, I would just say, okay, we can do this. And I would just take deep breaths. Mind you, I'm, I'm driving to work now. And I literally just had to, to breathe and pray, God, we're almost there. God, please just take the wheel. And I'm like, just please don't let me faint. Because these are things, you know, that when you have anxiety is what people go through. And so I got there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I did it. And I used to always preach, you have to do things scared. And I'm like, wow, Lord, like I'm really having to put what I preach to practice because this is something that I would have not rather have done. But because I told somebody that I was coming over and I care about this person and I'm getting to know him and this is actually really helping me get out more I'm, I have to do this and so you guys for the next year the next six months I did it scared it makes me emotional to think how far I've come because nobody really knew what I was going through I I remember just thinking like man like do other people feel this? And so it wasn't until I found platforms on Instagram about anxiety. And, um, if this is something you struggle with, I highly recommend you follow the anxious truth. Um, he writes a book called the lizard brain. And, um, there's another guy called, um, I think it's anxiety. You know what? I'm not sure. I'll look it up, but he write. You can look up the book on Amazon. It's called, um, untangle my anxiety. It was a great book just to understand what the body is doing while you're experiencing anxiety and reassuring yourself that you're not going to die. You're not dying. Um, you guys, it took three emergency trips to the hospital to tell for them to tell me like your vitals are normal. Everything is okay. You're just experiencing anxiety because really you think like, Oh my gosh, this is it. Like what, what's happening? And so just to think about how far I've come, you know, it really helped me whether, you know, God put my boyfriend in my life for a reason. I am thankful for that. Um, 
I don't think that I would have pushed myself just as hard. I had very close friends that were there for me and I am super grateful for that. And that's something that I will always keep very close to my heart. But I also got to a point where I didn't want to just sound like a broken record. I didn't want to continue counseling on people because they all of a sudden just saw a different Jess. She's not coming out anymore. What's going on? And they knew what I was going through. Uh, I had a group of friends that came to the hospital to see me and, and prayed with me. And because this was just something that, that really just changed me. And I used to look at it so negatively. And I, I had a really cl cl uh, close friend who's back in Texas and um, one of my closest guy friends. And I, if it wasn't for him and, and my, my girlfriend and my best friend and for my boyfriend that pushed me out physically to get out, I, I don't don't know where I'd be. And I, I very much thank them. I thank the Lord for putting them in my life. Um, my good friend from Texas could tell you, like, he really had to talk me through some really dark days. He had to really talk me while I was talking to me while I was driving. Um, there was one day where I was driving and I, I had a panic attack panic attack, excuse me, getting off the freeway. And, uh, I called him and make sure you have that person in your life that you can call. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your whoever that you can call and just say, Hey, I need you to talk to me. Or if you're crying that, you know, that it's going to understand that's not going to be, you know, mad at you, but just really just try to talk you, calm you down and, and just be there for you. Even if you, they let you cry it out or talk it out. So I, I just wanted to share all of this because I don't think that I could, I could start this podcast where I left off just kind of saying like, Hey guys, you know, like, how's it going? And everything is great. And I'm working. And because I had to really backtrack to tell you like what has happened, what I have gone through. And I, I really just want, I hope and pray that it helps somebody. I hope you know that if you struggle with your mental health, I, I get you it's real but you're not alone and I hope that you can push yourself to get out and still live your life no matter what you're struggling with even if you have to do it scared and I promise you that God wants you to live a fulfilling life there were times where I was so, I would question God, like, why? Why, Lord? Like, why would you make me go through this? Like, this is so not cool. Like, I've, you know, I've always been your daughter. And, you know, we start to question when things, you know, go south or something turns around in your life. And I, I really couldn't comprehend. But I learned a lot about myself, about what I was going to tolerate and what I was not going to tolerate, what I was going to push myself to do. It taught my kids resilience. My kids have seen me down. And when I say down, down, and I'm sure it's not the last because we will always go through things, but it's about how you get up. And every day I'm just getting up and practicing gratitude and thanking the Lord that I am driving again and that I'm at work and trust me it was not easy I had to do this in tears I had to do this literally shaking 
I had to do this with just literally saying like, God, if, if this is my last day here on earth, I have to at least, you know, die trying. And I, I just pray that anybody going through this, or if you've gone through this, that you would just, for one, get the help that you need. I, I was in therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy is amazing. Um, I wish I would have done more of it. Um, there is also acupuncture that I did, which I have an amazing person. If you hear this podcast and you're interested, uh, she is like amazing acupuncturist. She is all about natural healing. Um, please be okay that if you need medication, and this is something that I actually talked to my pastor about because I really, really struggled with this. And I can talk about this um, in another episode if you guys would like, but I really, really was against it for like 10 long excruciating months because it had such a bad stigma because I was, you know, reading Google and I freaked myself out and I'm like, you know what? I, again, two of my best friends talked to me like just you're not going to know if it helps until you try it. And so please don't be against medication because you don't know how it has helped other people. Um, yes, you know, I wouldn't recommend it long term, but if you need it to just help you get through the day for a few months, I am one to tell you that, um, that is maybe something you should consider. I don't shame anybody for it. And please, if, if you are hearing this, don't shame anybody for dealing with their mental health or counseling their plans on you last minute because you just can't get out the door because of your anxiety. It is nothing to be ashamed for. If there are people who are going to shame you for it, make you feel just not adequate, they should not be in your life. You don't have time for it. You need people who are going to uplift you, who can sit there and cry with you, who can understand where you're coming from. And, um, that is one of the biggest lessons I learned, but I just want to end this podcast with just hoping that this touched somebody and um, getting more of a, a version, a raw of where Jess is in her life. And I, like again, I wanted to catch up everybody on where I was and what I've gone through. And I still struggle. You know, every day there's moments in my life where I'm like, okay, let's take deep breaths. Like, you know, right, let's ride the wave. And it's something that I'm working on daily, but I am living life even if sometimes I'm scared and I have to tell myself all the time God did not give us a spirit of fear he gave us a spirit of power of love and sound mind and so I just hope that this will encourage anybody who is struggling right now please reach out to me if if this is something that you need help with or you want to talk to me about or ask you know things that I did to help me um you can ask but I leave you with, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you grab that crown and adjust it every single morning because we all deserve to wear a crown. You are worthy. You are worthy of this life. You are strong, even if you don't feel like it. I will see you on the next episode. Good morning and happy Friday. I can't believe we are at the last Friday of 2022. 
I don't know about you, but I feel like every time we go through another year, I'm like, where did the time go? It's just a blink of an eye. The kids are getting older. We're feeling older. Uh, We go through the year and we lose loved ones and, you know, not every year feels the same. Um, Some people are going through grieving process still. Uh, They're going through their health issues and it can be a lot. But I've always believed there is still so much good, so much good to be thankful for. There's always something good, whether it's in the day, whether it's been in the month, in the year. And so for me, looking back at 2022, it was a year that I I spent a lot better than 2021, that's for sure, as I talked about in my last episode. I will say that this year has grown me in different ways, and I say this every year because I feel like every year we should be growing. We should be learning about ourselves. We should be falling in love with ourselves more and learning what we like, what we don't like, what we need, what we don't what we don't need, what we're willing to tolerate, setting boundaries in our life, and uh, reevaluating the people in your life, just making sure that you're surrounding yourself with positive people, people that inspire you to be better. Um, and that's even, you know, what you're listening to, what you're watching on TV, uh, how you're spending your time. And that's something big for me, uh, that I want to change in the new year. Um, I'm a huge bookworm and this year, I don't think I was able to pick up a book. Um, going back to work for working full time was definitely an adjustment being a full-time working mom and a single parent. And so you know, you do the best you can every single day. Um, but I did spend the year in love and in a relationship. And that was something new for me. Um, definitely learning more about myself, the kind of person I am in a relationship, the kind of person I want to be and, um, that I want to become. So I wanted to talk about though, I've done this every year. And if you followed me for a few years on Instagram, um, I always pick a word of the year. And I try to make it my, like, my mantra, my, just my thing through the year and something that I want to focus on. So I believe last year I, uh, I chose, or I think it was the year before, I remember choosing intentional and that was because I wanted just to be intentional with everything that I was doing in my life as a mother Uh, things that I wanted to accomplish within myself. I didn't want to just do, I didn't want to just be surviving. I wanted to be intentional with, with my life. And I've been thinking really hard. What is my, my word, um, for the, for the 2023 year and something that I've been pondering on that I, I want to get better at is, is discipline, discipline with, um, my health, discipline with my routines, just there's a lot of things that I want to implement back that I was doing even a year ago, the year before that, that I just kind of lost touch with and that I know helps me feel alive and healthy. And so I chose the word discipline because I feel like if you can be disciplined, you can be consistent 
And if you can be consistent, then they become habits. And this is stuff that we all know. Once you do something for two weeks, or they say 21 days to create a habit, then I believe it's it's something called discipline. You're living a disciplined life, especially if it's helping you for the better, whether it's consistently working on your business, consistently you know, going to the gym, consistently doing your yoga, or uh, consistently journaling every day your feelings or your day or whatever that may look like for you. Um, but I do encourage you guys to pick a word of the year. Um, one of the years, my best friend and I, uh, we were going to get necklaces with our word of the year. I think she ended up getting a bracelet, but I think it's a good reminder. Um, and so I thought of something that I want to bring out and, um, I'm going to launch it soon and I'm excited about it, but that's part of what I'm implementing to my discipline is creating something that people can look forward to, to remind them daily. This is my word of the year. This is what I promised myself because as much as I think, okay, January 1st, it's just another day and the sun rises and it's, it's a new year, but, and I know some people get sick of that whole new year, new me, but for some people, they really do need a new year. For some people, they really do need that change. They need that to look forward to. Um, they don't want to have the same year as last year. Maybe it wasn't a memorable one. Maybe they went through a really hard breakup. Maybe they're, they're getting through something. And so I thank God that he gives us a chance every day at life. Um, but now we get a new start with a whole new year. And so it's definitely something to take advantage of. Um, this morning, I'm going to spend some time just reevaluating my goals and making realistic goals. Um, one of the goals that I always have is to read one book a month. And so I am still going to make that uh, one of my goals, but I'm going to I'm going to say I have one book every two months because I don't always have the time that I used to have um, reading books. And so I want to be realistic. Um, I want to at least go to the gym three days a week. I wish I could say seven, but I'm not going to, that's realistically, I already know I'm not going to do that. And so don't set yourself up for failure. Um, if you make the unrealistic goals, you're going to feel like you can't obtain them right already. And so really sit down and journal, journal your feelings, journal how you felt this year, journal what you want to get better at. What are the things that made you sad? What are the things that made you really happy? What are the things that made you come alive? Um, but I think it's important. I think it's important to look back on. I think it's important to make those realistic goals so that you have something forward, uh, something to look forward to. Um, sometimes it's like writing it down on a piece of paper really gives you the feeling like, okay, this is what I'm going to work towards. This is where I want my business to be, or this is where, uh, you know, what weight goal I want to hit, or um, I want to just, you know, keep my house organized, whatever that looks like to you. Uh, whatever it is that you wake up and makes you happy and that you want to get better at, that's what I mean about writing it down and just um, and sticking to it. And that's why I chose the word discipline because I feel like I kind of need that back into my life. I was super disciplined with what I ate and my daily routine. And mind you, working full time kind of takes away from that. But mama's got to pay bills. So discipline is definitely... Um, something that I do already at work and I stay focused and 
on my own goal at work, but I definitely want to implement discipline in my life outside of work. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to launch something uh, within the next few weeks. And um, I hope you guys can stay tuned and follow along so that you guys can. uh, It's just a reminder of your word of the year. Something that you can put on or wear when you need a reminder, when you need um, just some motivation within yourself. Like, this is what I promised myself. Go after it. You'd be surprised what a whole year can do. Um, I think I talked about this in my last um, episode of me going through my anxiety and there were moments where I could not even think what is 2022 going to look like for me. I didn't even think I was going to be able to get out of bed, let alone go back to work full time. And a whole year changed that. You know, now my life is different. And every year, you know, you go into like, gosh, I just pray that my kids stay healthy. I pray that, you know, I can continue working and the little things that we don't, that we take for granted sometimes that we don't, you know, life can change in a day. Some people get news about their health or some people, you know, lose their job and it's unfortunate, but we still have every day to make choices and the way we look at life and the way we get up and look at our the way our mind starts to think about, okay, like this morning was really hard, but I'm not going to let it ruin my day. It has a lot to do with how you, how you run your day and how you run the week. And that week turns into months. And then you slowly start to realize, okay, you know, I can make these changes. I can still look for the positive, look for the good in every day. I always say that let's look for the good in every day because there are days where I just want to cry and lay in bed and not do anything. But I know that's not what God wants for me. He wants me to get up and, and work towards what I want to work towards. So I'm definitely choosing discipline. I am going to uh, post this podcast episode on my Instagram. I would love to hear your word of the year and why. So I will go ahead and post it on my Instagram so that you guys can share with me. Um, especially those that follow me consistently and continue to show support to this podcast. I appreciate it 100%. I plan to be on here weekly um, and consistently, hence my discipline with my podcast, because uh, I I love hearing your guys' feedback and how it's touched you. And it helps me too. It helps me talk about the things that I feel are important in my heart and things that I need to work on. And, and so it's a, it's a good community to have, but Let me know what your word of the year is and uh, stay tuned for what I'm going to launch. And um, I hope that you guys have an amazing end of the year, that you make it memorable. If you're just staying home with your family, that you make those memories at home in the living room and that you take time to sit down and reflect and what you're thankful for and what you want to work on this year. Even saying it out loud to each one of your family members, your kids need to hear it. So... I'm uh, just just very thankful, but I leave you guys with 2022. I uh, thank you guys for your love and support. Thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable on here and for sharing your guys' story with me. Um, I very much appreciate it, but on to the new year. Happy last Friday of 2022.